Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. first time ever we're all in person well we're, we're you know we're doing the skype thing as we usually do but we're all here and we're all 30 happy oh. birthday max thanks <laughs> i f- i forget that that you you know that you all are are all of you are, are younger than me and I, I i like knew i knew in my head that that not all of you were yet 30 but then i was like wow i feel like i have i have gone over that mountaintop for decades now and um, (laughs) you've you've never not been 47 yeah i've never (laughs) not been 47 i mean i i joke and this is this is true but i'm like i have not i have not grown since i was born and the fact of the matter is since like there there are clothes that i've had to throw away because they started to deteriorate but there were clothes from when i was in seventh or eighth grade that i was still wearing fairly recently i've i've just this has been me for the entire time um but uh, you know and i think i think that with that being like 47 whatever um you all recently called me out for let's say some habits that are indicative of maybe a 47 year old person in in terms of the the mail that they they tend to collect hmm that's an interesting way to put it um you I... If I remember correctly, what happened is that you forwarded us a, an email newsletter from a a wine shop. Uh, so interesting. Yes, I did that a while ago because it was on a topic that that we were discussing. But I think that there but, were two. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say a while ago, uh, has it been? longer between when you forwarded us that email and we're talking about it now or was it longer from when you had moved away from the general area of that wine shop to when you sent us the email point of point of clarification that particular wine shop email is a local wine store and we talked about it because of the marketing because that is aimed at younger people the thing, there were two things that I think irritated you all. I did not forward any, either of these emails, but I did take a screenshot. I did take a screenshot of a picture of a cake from an Arlington area pastry shop and the particular cake. That's and correct. I should say this because I think it makes it more okay, but not universally okay, is that it was a Cinco de Mayo cake and it was made to look like a taco. Ah, uh, yes, that is mm. that is what it was. And and presumably and just to, you got this image on Reddit or no, they Twitter really made or that. something. No, they really made that, and I still subscribe and, to the emails, which is the problem. Yeah. And and just to to be clear, that that was a a cake for Cinco de Mayo 2022, <laughs> and you moved to Atlanta in 2020 that is that is correct okay yes 
So, so did you hit the unsubscribe button when you got that email? Like, oh, it's been two. I, you know, they don't need to email me anymore, so I need to hit. See, unsubscribe. And, and, well, no, we know here, we, he waited. And, he waited for us to bully him into it. I I have not unsubscribed. You still to that get there, and I will not do it. I will not do it. I will not do it. And this and this. this do they is ship the, their pastries at least? I I'm, I don't I'm not I'm not going to do I'm not going to do that I'm not going to look into that. But <clears> you don't even the, know. This it's not is even like thing, you can't even. And this is this is the problem. And and like there are some other emails too, and I think we'll get into this. But there is this like weird sentimentality, and I feel like oh this is my connection. You know maybe I can tell someone who lives there a family member that they should they should go and frequent this place because it's good. And it is an independent bakery. It's not like it's not like I'm getting. Panera emails for the Arlington Panera. No, this is a standalone bakery, but I have this sentimentality that I think is a form of hoarding because I live hundreds of miles away from this place. There's no reason for me to have a connection that is, there's nothing exchanged. It is all one way me being like, oh, they're going to start their sausage stand this weekend. And at least Panera sends you coupon codes from time to time. That you can use (laughs) lots of places. Exactly. But but yes, uh, what what you are engaged in is unquestionably uh, a, a a digital form of hoarding. Uh, there there is there is no doubt to be had about it. Uh, I, you know, I, I'd know that based just on on the stubbornness with which you continue to be subscribed to these things. Mm-hmm. But like it's you know, we all get way too many emails. There's no there's no. You know, it's no ifs, ands, or buts. Everyone gets too much email. Uh, you know, you could make an argument that any email is too much email, uh, but but we all get way past what would be considered a reasonable amount anyway. And I, I just can't, I don't know, man, I can't imagine the thought of taking on any, any additional, I, I'm always looking for something to cut out of my inbox and not for for things you know to maintain you know not to maintain email updates from a a business that you know i i may get to at most once in the next five years yeah Uh, so whenever i think of austerity in the face of my maximalism um kevin how do you feel about this um i so i i'll get plenty of emails or if i if i buy something from somewhere uh, i'll realize that they're going to send me emails and you know that's that's a part of it or um maybe i get an email from somewhere out of the blue every once in a while and at first i'm okay with it and then after a while if i'm like look i'm not gonna like i don't need to wait for every coupon they're gonna send me or i'm i don't like I I don't interact with these emails anymore. So I think I did, do initially get that same enjoyment at first, even if it's a, a catalog or something, or if it's a new daily newsletter. I'm like, oh, this could be a fun daily newsletter to add to my daily newsletter, whatever. And then you know, you kind of after at a after a bit, I think you kind of just gotta be like, okay, which ones which ones do I use and which ones don't I use? And you unsubscribe from the ones that you that you don't use. And, and Max, I think it's it's interesting that, you know, there's this critical thought going on with Kevin, and I've started to do that more. You recently went through a phase which I think is is 
to to me i think it is more unhealthy because there's there's like no sentimentality you're just inundated with things but you did bring up a particular type of email that does happen i i think with some frequency yeah so well i was speaking specifically about the corporate birthday emails uh (laughs) i got a birthday email from yeah i think my um a car dealership that sold me a car my my last car not even my current car over six years ago um i got an email from my current apartment complex there's no discounts here it's just like a you know hope your day is wonderful happy birthday it's I, you know those i don't like at all um that's at least just the that's second just email you have, bloat, though yeah well at least so i think that i've tried to take stock of late and I've been thinking about it as is is I get these emails that I can unsubscribe to. Do I have an active relationship that I need to be updated on uh, here? Mm-hmm. And also, is it something that is curated to my interests? You know, like like a newsletter yeah. or, or something like that. Outside of that, if it's coming into your mailbox, you are the product that they are after, and you haven't you haven't like uh -hmm. established that you need to have a relationship with that yeah i mean i think i see both points though because pierce i really do appreciate you're talking about having a sense of the community and it's ironic i actually like you know i recently moved somewhere new and i've gone to and you know bridget knows like i i'm not giving you know stores like i'll go to you know jc penny and buy something and they'll say do you have an account with us like what's your email and i say why do you need that <laughs> she's like you don't have to be rude i'm like no i just want to know why they don't need my email to buy a six dollar something or other <laughs> but i go to local stores like there's a there's a spice shop downtown and i voluntarily signed up for their email newsletter <laughs> and that i actually really i don't even really read it but for some reason i kind of enjoy getting it and they sent me a birthday email that included like a free if I, I can go in anytime this month and collect like a free spice collection for my birthday and i'm probably gonna do that but then to As kevin's well point i go through and and purge where i'll go and say well you know I, you know i just got back from vacation why are there you know 300 promotional emails in my inbox and then i'm like oh i got seven a day from popeyes and the nearest popeyes is a three and a half hour drive i could probably unsubscribe from Popeyes at this point. And I do them all at well, open unsubscribe, 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 unsubscribe. And then, you know, another cycle of three or four months later. And I'm like, how did I sign up? But I also get a lot of them that I don't think I ever signed up for. Or things like you buy like a random concert ticket and then all of a sudden you get uh, emails from the venue. And now mm-hmm. Square, and I don't know if you've noticed this because Square will share your email with vendors that use Square. So we recently went to Raleigh and we went to a barbecue place, and I don't know about you all, but I was getting emails from the barbecue place until I unsubscribed. Sure was. Now, now you know like, why we made you order. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, no, got, I got those too, it, and it was infuriating <laughs> because I knew that I didn't sign up for it. Uh, yeah. Another another big one is like, the I, I think the worst one is political donations. Oh, if you <laughs> ever, you know, yeah. if yeah. you've ever given money through like, the act blues of the oh. world you have unwittingly subscribed yourself to no less than 
I don't know, 700 email lists. And you will yeah, get and that's the worst because you have to unsubscribe to each one individually. All of them. Yeah. Right, well, that is definitely the worst. In that case, it's good that it's an email rather than, than paper because if you give to something, like I gave to a food bank <sighs> in the Boston area and they sent me so much mail, I'm like, I, can I just like, can I say, look, don't send me any more mail for the rest of my life and use that $15 of postage toward the organization? I am so glad you said that because I, to this day, continue to receive fairly regular mailers from the Hussman School of Journalism at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. <laughs> oh, school, yeah, you graduated from there last year, right? A school I have Wait, never no. attended. <laughs> And do you know why? Because one time to enter some sort of contest, I made a donation of one dollar. I gave them one dollar in an attempt to get something and have received probably quarterly mail from them for the last Four years, yeah. and there's no I unsubscribe button in, in physical mail. There that sure I'm aware isn't, of. <laughs> which is why it was so spectacularly unhinged before we started recording, Max. That you said you wished that these corporate birthday emails were paper mail. And I just wanted it read into the record because it would easily be the most bananas statement I, ever made on this podcast, and we've said some wild <laughs> shit. I mean, maybe if I live somewhere for more than like two years, I wouldn't feel that way. But that's just you move and you never get any of it again. And the poor uh, sucker at the old address gets all your mail. Because um, that's the thing is my mailbox fills up. Half of my mailbox fills up with credit card offers for previous tenants. I've gotten, like, you know, I've gotten pre- that UNC mail at three different ad- physical How are addresses. they tracking your address? It's what do you Don't mean? Don't say it. Don't say it. What do you mean? <laughs> Through you. <laughs> Yeah. They're getting it from you. <laughs> Max, this is actually your fault. No, they're actually, so. they're getting it from the postal service. Yeah, when you change your address, as long as they send it in that window, the USPS will be like, hey, they moved. You're like, okay, cool, we'll update yeah. our records. But, and what well, it's also, for me, I live in a place where they don't collect recycling. I have to take the recycling to the center myself. So when I get junk mail, I have to be like, well, I don't want to throw it away, but I also don't want to tote it to the recycling center either. So <laughs> Maybe please just giving you tasks. You can just burn it in your backyard. I'm sure that's what they do at the recycling center. I want to burn it on the front door of the place that sent me the mail. Uh, I mean, if it's a private residence, you're not allowed to do that in, in, say, Florida anymore. Um, Well, no, you're allowed to. They're just allowed to shoot you for it. (laughs) Um, That's in reference to, I learned at Trivia last week, that in in Florida, it is now illegal to protest in front of a private residence. Mm. Which, Yikes. sure, man. Um, so, but go ahead, Max. So, so Pierce, you you find parts of at least these emails endearing. Yeah. You like them. You're hoarding them. Um, is there? And, and I've mentioned, you know, with the local spice shop, everyone, I'm going through I have 300 emails, and then I get to theirs, and I'm like, oh, I, I might not read it, but I don't unsubscribe. I actually like. I kind of like that attachment. Like, is there anything, Sean or Kevin? Is there anything positive about the, you? You know, you Sean, you said everyone gets too many emails, and one is too many. So, like. Is there anything positive if it's a well thought out newsletter? I know is it is it oh, uh, airline oh, used to you know write I, clever I, little things in theirs. And I was being facetious when I said one is too many. I mean, it probably you is, know one, one email 
just uh, regardless of the content of it, one email is too many emails. But I, but I am also a, uh, a an obsessive level newsletter subscriber, which is all the more reason why I I really want to pretty aggressively prune out anything that I don't actively engage with. And so like I, I I'm I'm not actually you know for for all of the bluster I'm not actually trying to like bully Pierce yeah. to unsubscribe from the bakery emails like if you really if you get enjoyment out of them awesome i so i don't for it, me personally like i would have long ago felt like i lost the connection to it to mm -hmm. the point where that would stop giving me joy and would start causing me headaches but if you haven't hit that point then whatever that's fine I think the specific one that that uh, I think Kevin well Kevin spoke for all by saying like this is maybe too much is I got some from my um, my original lender like local mortgage agent basically and then also I I get one from my realtor I feel like this is a thing that realtors do but both were like very community based newsletters sent to a especially with the realtor like. A group that probably is not like uh, a, a listserv. Like I can maybe see all the people's emails in there, and I appreciate that they are putting together a a curated um, list of things. The one from from the mortgage agent is like a little more um, sanitized, mm -hmm. um, but like that is right on the edge. So I'm like, this is silly. Like I'm not necessarily going to ever have a relationship with them again. But it is that part of like, this is a locally minded newsletter and there are things in there that I'm getting that that pertain to me. So, and not to mention they are, and I, I forget how I express this, but it seems like a snapshot of, of people who use MSN from like 2006, basically, um, because they are, they are sharing like links from the internet. Like I read this cool thing, go look at it. And that pure form of the internet, as opposed to the fast paced of like, if you didn't see this reel, you'll never see it or, or whatever that, you know, with certain social media, um, I appreciate the slower pace. And I think that part of my appeal with these is email is a weird medium because it continues to exist as this like formal, almost stuffy way, but it's not as formal as physical mail. Um, and it just, it, it doesn't keep up with the times at all, but it is not uh, obsolete. And, yeah. uh, you know, so I think it's, it's, I, I find it a, a curiosity. Yeah. I think that when I, when I spoke for all of us, I, for me, it wasn't necessarily the, the Heidelberg one in itself. I think it was just a, there have been plenty of times where you've talked about the many different emails that you get. And I think I was more just saying like, you need, you can't have that many. You gotta, that's the, especially if you've got like the notifications on your phone or your watch. I don't know. I just, I think, I think it can be too many. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I have, I have made it so that I only get notified of, of like primary emails. And that mm. is a, a much smaller number every day. Yeah. So I have to like set aside time to look at some of the, the other stuff and you know i i think you're right it probably it probably is too much but i am not 
bothered by it. And, and also, I mean, this is a conversation for a different time, but given the number of emails I get in a given day at work, like scanning through emails is a skill that I have. So it doesn't really bother me to get hundreds and hundreds a day. And that's part of a bigger problem that I am broken and there's not really a fix because I have to do it for a living. You you get push notifications for for hundreds of personal emails a day? No, no, not but but I'm saying that on my work computer I'm getting hundreds of emails a day and I have to look at all of them basically. That sounds like a, my absolute nightmare because I have I have the I have the opposite psychosis where <clears throat> I like I can't stand the notification badge telling me how many unread emails I have. And so it's not like, it's not full, it's not really full inbox zero per se, but like if I were, if I were getting hundreds of emails a day, I think I would spontaneously combust like a spinal tap drummer. Um, (laughs) Even as I have, even as I have set up a fairly insane level of like organizational guardrails in my Gmail, like I get, the number of emails updates that I get from Bandcamp for all of the various things that I have like proactively opted to receive updates on new releases from between artists and record labels. Like if it were going into my main inbox, I think I would have gone on a violent rampage by now. But the fact that I have it all sequestered into its own folder, you know, allows that to feel much more manageable. So yeah. like how how I don't know. Well, I was, I think for me, that's probably why. I, so I don't, I have a psychosis where I don't like to have the separate folders. I just like to have one inbox. And so I, as soon as you, as soon as you get that, like, as soon, I don't get many emails a day because I don't know. I feel like I have spiders crawling on me just thinking so, about that. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, in, it's impossible to do the band camp thing in my, with my thing. So it's right. just kind of a, it's a different, that's why I think for peers, I'm so much more affected by it when it gets these things. I'm like, I would not do that, but that's, but that's because I don't put them in the separate folder. So, so things how, are making how- more sense now. How often do you do you all check your emails? Well, like, like I don't I mean, know, every time. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, not really. Not, I mean, I do. I'm exactly thirty minutes. I'll say every thirty minutes for my Gmail. Like your personal email, all the yes. time. All oh, I check mine like maybe every two weeks. You check your personal email to every ten minutes. Do I you don't never get anything important. What? What is? What? What your email? I don't know. This is this is the critical. A few this weeks. is the That's critical thing here. This is the critical thing here. I don't. I mean, I checked it a lot before, but I don't use Twitter. I don't use Instagram. Um, I like. I, there are fewer and fewer websites that I go to because some of the people who run them are on sabbatical. Um, I subscribe to, I pay extra money on the free internet to, to go to certain sites. So the things that I can look at are limited. So that's part of the reason why I look at my email so much is it, it is like my, my interaction mm-hmm. with the, the information superhighway. So, so that's why, so that is, that is a critical piece of why I'm broken here. Also, that's where all the newsletters I subscribe to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so all the <laughs> things that reasons, I pay for. Yeah. I mean, All the I, things I pay for are there. I would I would say I check my email at least once an hour when I am awake. Wow. Yeah. I'd I guess there's checking and there's reading. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not like, I'm not spending my whole day like reading 
emails to my personal email. I have a okay. job. I I do that. Gotcha. But, but I you know I look to see what's what's okay. there, and I'm I'm looking at least in part to see what I can clear out without having to read it. Okay, I might look at. Okay, I probably look every like three to five days then, not two weeks, but still a few days. And then and then so recruiters. Oh my god, they send birthday. three. No, I didn't Saw check my email at all during before my we started this. And then recruit. I did. I did. And then recruiters send um send like they'll send follow ups. It's like. They'll send an email on Monday, and then Tuesday they're like, Max, I guess you haven't seen my message yet. You must be really busy. And it's like, maybe I just didn't check my personal email in the last 18 hours. But, like, I thought I was the normal one for for not. No. Okay. You're not well, the normal maybe one. Maybe I'm being rude to them, but I'm like, no, and, I don't, and I'm not this, checking my personal email. I, I think I more people would, would strive to do it the way you do and just don't, you know. I, I wait until my inbox is around 300, and then I go through them. This, this right reminds me that after my I vacation, have, uh, it's close. Like you just don't think like, oh, there could potentially be something important in here that I want to. No, what would possibly be important in my email? I don't know. It'd be an email from your bank saying like, hey, like there's some shit going on. Yeah, you. Uh, do you? Were you not? They'd probably call me. I don't. Were know. you not paying attention the day that I, I sent you all this screenshot of the email from a loan provider <laughs> that made it seem like I had approved and begun a loan that I had not. Yeah, yeah, but had <laughs> like, you? No. There was no action taken. You, they they sent a follow up email. What next? The next day, saying sorry about that email. So if if you had just waited, you would have seen that one probably first, and then realized that there was nothing to worry about. I I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I get very many important emails. Um, I I think every few days is enough to check. I mean, I did actually recently get an email that was kind of important from my bank, but you know, I saw it within two weeks. That was enough. Yeah. I, if that's if look if that's enough for you then then that's that's fine i i, I check my work email every you know, 10 seconds but that's different yeah but you're paid to do that like oh, no, that's not. what as they say that's what the money's for that's what the money's for <laughs> um i, I mean yeah, I, think, I think i have a different problem with a lot of a lot of workers and that i don't get many emails a day so i think maybe i check my email area something like maybe someone wants to talk to me i don't know like yeah i, I get very few work emails but slack is like you know, nope, 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 nope. the noises. Well, you, nope. Kevin, you also, in your line of work, you actually create something. I just am knowledge. Like, I'm just a, a brain that reads emails. That's all, yeah. and, and is in meetings all day. Yeah. All day. Uh, all right. Uh, the, fact, the fact that we've brought up Slack means it's time for us to, yeah. to wrap this up before one or all of us has a brain aneurysm. Yeah, so, sign uh, up for our newsletter. So let's, uh, let's... Let's instead move very quickly to Pierce Asari. Uh, what are you apologizing for today? Um, so a few weeks back at, at Trivia, um, it was uh, my, my team was doing quite well. We were in the you know final bonus uh, question time where you have to do like five of 10 answers, or I think in this case it, would, it was like, uh, name as many of the top five for this thing as you can. It was basically, um, I believe it was capitals of states that are are furthest away from any other capitals of states. Um, and I should say that immediately after this happened, I apologized to my teammates because the biggest thing about trivia is <clears throat> convincing people that you are 
are are right that what you say is the correct that, answer and that I, is no, the biggest thing not, yes you're right <laughs> yeah. that's not how trivia works all right so i'm gonna start with juno and honolulu i hope you got those two well it's interesting you mentioned that and let me give some backstory honolulu got it um the thing about this trivia and i think we only answered three on this last round because we knew we were in the lead why did we know that uh because we had not gotten any questions wrong yet none every everything was so this is a perfect game never done this before except me certain that i'm right and and saying and and getting concurrence because i said it confidently like being confident in in your answer i said all right we got to put honolulu uh we thought of another one uh someone someone thought of and i was like and anchorage because alaska is far away and and people are like yeah yeah anchorage and i turned it in and they do the answers and, and we we had won but all i could think about and immediately apologized was the capital of alaska is obviously juno not anchorage and i'm so sorry like there i could have been you know pitching a perfect game and instead like what else do you know about alaska besides bears is that the cool name place juno is the capital and I, I messed up. Did you get the third one too? Was that the only one you got wrong? Yeah, I think we guessed two or three. I don't remember what the third one we, we guessed was of the five because it was like the five capitals that are furthest away from one another. And the only thing that we got wrong um, was was the capital of Alaska. Sacramento? H- Helena, maybe? Um, oh. I forget what the others... I thought Sacramento, we did not put Sacramento. Sacramento was actually not one of the answers. Hmm. Yeah, Helena Helena may have been correct, unless it's sneaky close to is Boise. It, it's like kind of it close to... I mean, is it not, not it's really. not distance from each other? So That's what it is, isn't it? Tr- yeah. Triangulate, yeah. A, oh, yeah, it's, distance it's from other these, capitals. It's all of these pair... Oh, farthest from <laughs> other capitals. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Got it. Um, as, as the crow flies, like... You know how far is Alaska from any other capital? Right, or not Alaska for Helena, for example. Anchorage, for example. Right. Hmm. Anchor- okay. Anchorage is very far. Turns out Anchorage it's... pretty far from. Oops. Well, yes. well, right. you know, if 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 you know if they had been sending me emails from Juno, maybe I would have remembered that. <laughs> well, come back next week for another exciting episode of. It's pretty okay. Your number one trivia arrogance podcast. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, okay. Well, we'll do a a big idea from pop culture, uh, and uh, you know, speaking of various hoardings, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about iPods and and my sort of various hordes of music, uh, and. Like right after we recorded that episode, I happened to listen to an episode of the New York Times podcast called, and uh, the episode was called Why We Collect. Uh, and it was a conversation between John Caramonica, the Times, one of the Times music critics uh, who hosts the show, and Wasu, who is a staff writer at The New Yorker. He teaches at, uh, I think at Vassar, maybe. Um, and they talked for, you know, 40 minutes about their ridiculous collections of like music and cultural ephemera. Um, not, not like, not like record collections, but like 
merch and uh you know like Kara Monica was talking about having scooped up a pair of uh like Kanye shutter shades from a photo shoot from when he used to work at Vibe um and I, you know I I I found it to be a, a fascinating conversation particularly in the context of having just talked about my own kind of hoard collections at length. Uh, but one of the things that he said that I thought was really interesting was that, you know, when he was younger, uh, he, he sort of approached this from the lens of like, this is about collecting, you know, records of permanence, the things that are going to stand the test of time and really last. And that now that he's older, it's taken a really different turn and there actually is more value to him in sort of preserving the fleeting moments, the, the transitory times between the things that really hold up on their own. I just, I thought that was really cool. So would, would recommend it's, I, I want to say it's like the May 11th episode of the podcast. Uh, it's called why we collect. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes and uh, we'll close the show as we do with a new uh, Rolling Stone rock trivia question. Uh, okay. Let's see. Okay. Uh, what single spent the most weeks at the number one spot on the charts in the 1970s? Was it A, Joy to the World by Three Dog Night? B, Alone Again Naturally by Gilbert O'Sullivan, uh, famous for being the song sampled in Bismarck, He's Just a Friend? Uh, was it C, Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel, for all my Reservoir Dogs heads out there? Uh, or was it D, You Light Up My Life by Debbie Boone? Well, we know it's the most important thing is being confident in your answer, so I'm going to confidently say it's going to be D. I'm going to say C. I'm going to say A, because I think people hate you know the 70s deserve that well uh that three dog night song rips uh but kevin you are correct it's debbie boone's not light up here's your right it's gotta be a love song come on guys so yeah i don't know why didn't why didn't you really properly talk us all into that answer kevin because i want (laughs) to beat you guys you know that's the most important part of trivia So, yeah. Uh, all, all right. right. Well, that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com, or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, please tell a friend about the show. We would love to share it with them as well. We'll be back again next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening and not unsubscribing. <laughs>